0: Hi everyone, Air here. Today I have a treat for us. It's one where your mental health is gonna be challenged, but you're also going to want to turn on the television right now. I have a special guest with us that was the champion of 2023, Wheel of Fortune. Welcome Wheel to the show, Brandon. Wheel of
1: Fortune, <laughs> it's great to be here. <laughs>
0: I really <laughs> didn't see that one coming. I would enjoy you. I feel like we need to redo it now. <laughs> wow! How many times have you said that I've in said the last that my six months? life?
1: I mean, I've been watching Wheel of Fortune since I was a kid, and uh, it's the first thing you hear when the show comes on every night. So I, I know it's like everybody usually just sings along with it, right?
0: <laughs> I know that it was definitely something I grew up with, and that might be showing my age. But do you know how long Wheel of Fortune has been on um, air?
1: Um, gosh, that's a good question. Uh, it started, I think. It's been before Pat Sajak, and he's in his forty, coming up on his forty-first year. And then there was a couple of uh, hosts before that. Chuck Woolery uh, was actually a host of Wheel of Fortune too. So I would it had it's forty plus. It's forty plus, give or you know, give or take.
0: I just always affiliate Will of Fortune with Vanna White. Like, OG, mm-hmm. you can't go wrong there. Like, Marilyn Monroe style. And I believe she's yeah, still she's, doing um, it. Is that she's right? She's not
1: reti- uh, retiring. Um, as you I don't know if you know, but uh, Pat Sajak announced he's going to retire after his 41st season, which is coming up here um, this year. And Ryan Seacrest has uh, gotten the job to take over. So. Um uh, not sure how that's gonna go, but uh, I think he'll be a great host. Um everybody knows him, so it should go well. Vanna White though is sticking around. She's has she has no plans to retire.
0: It's like, and she should. She is will of Fortune, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you say Ryan Seacrest, I'm like, okay, maybe I need to put myself in the hat go. to go on the show. But <laughs> so tell me. You said that you grew up with Wheel of Fortune. Was it like something your family watched or was it kind of, you know, your particular hobby? Well, now I'm going to show my
1: age because back when we started watching Wheel of Fortune, we only had three channels. You know, everybody, you know, there was no cable. So there was uh, ABC, NBC and CBS um, on a good day if the antenna allowed it, you know. Um, So. You, you, you only had three choices. So one of them, of course, Wheel of Fortune, that was the best choice uh, right after the news, usually. And so, you know, we'd play as a family. And that's the beauty of that game. It's, um, it's a game that, you know, somebody who's, you know, six, seven, eight years old or, you know, 96 can watch. It's a, it's a family game.
0: Were you always just naturally talented at it? Or do you feel like you just got a lot I don't of know practice growing up? I think if you're up. good at
1: puzzles, uh, if you're a crossword puzzle player, um, then the game may come a little quicker to you because you're always um, looking for those missing letters, right? So I think that's why I was good at the game. Um, and just the ability to, to to figure out words with very little letters And it got to the point where I'd watch the game and it wouldn't be fair for anyone else in the room because I'd be solving the puzzle so early. And uh, I just, Mm. I heard uh, everyone say, you know, you got to be on that show or you need to be on that show and, and, you know, tried and tried for years to get on.
0: So I have to ask because I actually have two brothers and if I was doing this, you know, um, for me, it was <laughs> Twister. I was always just the Twister champion. But nobody would play Twister with me anymore. Do you have any siblings where that was the case?
1: <laughs> with Twister? No. Um,
0: I did, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, no, but I did
1: play Twister. But to this day, I'm probably the least flexible person in the world. And um, yeah, but that's a whole other podcast. Um have me back on when we're talking about people who don't go to yoga and probably should. But no, um
0: (laughs) I'll sign you up right now. Don't worry.
1: Um I've always been like the I, I was one of the competitive um people in my family and it didn't matter, you know, what game show it was I was watching, you know, that Wheel of Fortune price is right. I mean um pressure luck um i mean i I can go back into uh well jeopardy Jeopardy? you know i started to draw the line at jeopardy because you actually have to be like smart to go on jeopardy not just you know solving (laughs) words um so no jeopardy is not my thing but um but a lot of the other dumb ones that just require luck you know that's more my speed
0: I feel like there is some type of form of intelligence and the psychotherapist in me really wants to like figure that portion out of understanding kind of like the ink blots or the geographical like the proximity effect like there's something about just being able to know what Mm -hmm. it says right and that's something that I would be terrible at will of fortune because I'm like not Someone that can think ahead like that. I'm just very present and like just tell me the mm-hmm. sentence. <laughs> yeah. But I do like Jeopardy's probably more my speed just because I read constantly. But you kind of like glossed over my question just a little bit. Maybe it's cuz you don't want to tell me. Do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, yeah,
1: I do and we we'd all, you know, we were all within a couple years of each other so we hung out a lot and TV was one of the things that we did.
0: Okay. Did they ever get like upset or were they very supportive of you whenever you wanted to go on the game show? Everybody was
1: really supportive. I mean, it wasn't my first time on television or my first time doing a game show. So um, everyone was really, really excited for me because they knew how much I loved the game. And I, I loved just, you know, being in a TV studio and the possibility of winning prizes.
0: So before we actually hopped on air, you were telling me that you were in radio. So now you've just told me that you were in television. I'm curious now, what's your background? Are you always been in entertainment or was this a change of heart? Well tell it me your started story, with Brandon. C B
1: radio. <laughs> no, actually I can go even one step further. I was the kid with the uh, walkie talkies in the neighborhood and um, you know, the, I don't know how they are today, but walkie talkies back in in the 80s, I mean, you're lucky if the range was across the street, you know, if you had a friend that lived directly across the street, um, then you were good. But I, I think I just wanted my voice to be heard. So I moved from, you know, walkie talkies to um, when I, I think I was in seventh grade. And I like auditioned to be one of those kid newscasters that was on cable at the time. So this was, yeah, this was like late eighties. And, and so I got that. And so, you know, I used to read the news. And then I remember the first day that I got picked up from there after doing it, I told my dad, I said, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And so that's how my career was started. I was just, I was very young.
0: Goodness. So, decided one day. Evidently, you're already charming, and I feel like that just you know is revealed through your like graphics, through your personality. You got that radio voice for sure. so, were you, um, you always going to be in radio? As far as like, did you go with the same station growing up, or did you move around? And then, are you from like the well, south, or are you from at the my north?
1: Town radio station in Buffalo, New York. Um, I started there. That's where I learned you know, technique and personality and just how to communicate with the listener. And then from there, it was about just gaining experience and going wherever that, wherever that was. Um, So when I was in college, I called a radio station, and just wanted to be an intern, I was 17. And of course, I'm just like, Yeah, I just want to come learn and continue on my path. And they offered me a job instead of an internship. So I got an air shift right away. And and so for the next 30 years or so, I just bopped around from city to city and um, just if the pay was better, and the situation was a little better than where I was at, I wasn't shy to pack up and move. So
0: Did you have any moments where you like doubted that career or like any to give you reference, this is a mental health and then also spirituality podcast. So I love it whenever people are like, yes, I walked in and I got the job and I'm like, I'm your biggest cheerleader. I want people to succeed. That doesn't happen for everybody. So was there any moments where you were like, okay, I have to get, like over this hurdle and what was your mindset during that?
1: Well, basically my mindset through, you know, especially some of the tough times was, um, do I want to, um, do I want to grow as this broadcaster or do I want to be able to um, afford to be able to make dinner at night and buy groceries and pay the rent? And those are some of the struggles that I had, I think kind of a little bit after the beginning of my career, um, I loved the job so much, but I, I seriously couldn't afford to the minimum things to just be able to live. And so, you know, um, there were times where I had friends who worked in the fast food industry and I just would have to stop by the drive through and grab a free pizza or a sub because I literally had no money to pay my rent and I, or I would have to go um, give plasma to get, you know, 60 bucks so that I can, you know, put gas in my car. I was, you know, living with basically no money and no food, you know, but I I had such a passion for what I did that I was going to do whatever it took to um to make it.
0: Thank you for sharing that. I didn't see that one coming at all. Because you have such this joyful personality. Like the moment you know you came on the podcast, you're like, <laughs> we have fortune like I can yeah. say it right. <laughs> and through all of our conversations you just you're this light. You're so joyful. So to know that about you now, I appreciate that because I can, I respect you even deeper. Like I respected you before, but now I'm like, it resonates well. So, wow. Okay. Well, you're obviously not in that position anymore. So walk us through the moment that you decided, okay, I'm going to listen to my family and friends and I'm going to apply. How did that go? Well,
1: I I was married. And my ex-wife at the time was watching Wheel of Fortune with me and um, she didn't have a chance. Every time we played, I just knew all the puzzles. And so she would apply for me every day. And, you know, at the time it was just, uh, you go online and you just fill out like your name and your address and all that stuff. And then you just hope to get a call or um, some kind of audition in your city their audition process is different now but back then they would come to your city like a hotel ballroom or somewhere and you would line up and it would be like a cattle call and if you were extremely lucky lucky you made it um you made it on the show um so she applied for me every day and um i never got a call like ever and then you fast forward to covid and after covid hit they changed the process of the um of the audition to just a short video. So no matter what you were seeing, at least, and you never had to go do a cattle call or wait in line for hours and hours. It was an easier process.
0: Hmm. I feel like COVID changed yeah. the entire well, I'll tell you, world. <laughs> I'll tell you, like,
1: how it really came about though, like what really got me interested in it, it wasn't really so much about me being on the show. I I used the information that I got as a radio bit. So I went on the air with my partners at the time in Nashville. And I said, Hey, guys, remember the days of, you know, waiting in line and spending an entire day to maybe be seen by the producers of Wheel of Fortune. I said, those days are over. So now you can do a short video and tell the producers a little bit about yourself and why you'd be a good contestant. And so I played a clip of the video that I sent it, which was about a minute long, but the clip was probably about 25 seconds. And it was just me being goofy. It was just like, Hey, um, if I go on wheel of fortune, I'm going to bring my, uh, you know, a blanket that I used to have a blanket that I still have from when I was a kid, my, my, my baby blanket or whatever. It's my good luck charm, you know? And so I played that on the air just to, just to help people, maybe give them something to do, or maybe some hope of uh, maybe getting on the show. And so, about a week or so later, they uh, they got a hold of me, and I played like a little audition over Zoom. And you know, three days later, I got word that I was going to be on the show.
0: That's like the most out-of-the-box way I can possibly think of to get on a game show. But I love that for you. So with that, do you feel like because you were on air, it kind of pushed it? Or do you think that really anybody could do this? Because we have all sorts of social media these days.
1: You know, I think anybody can be on the show. Um, I had a really good audition where I played puzzles. You know, and we were talking earlier about the... um, you know how how do you solve the puzzle so quickly you asked me that question and i really didn't i feel like i could have given a better answer but um you know when i look at the words and i i just i just i look at the words and i think okay how many words could this be right and then you put that with what's the category right so if it's like song lyrics and usually a game show like wheel of fortune you know they're going to use lyrics that are that 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 from a song that everybody knows you know from 9 to 90 so i keep that in mind so it's usually going to be a well known song so how many how many words could that possibly be you know or how many three letter words are there that would make sense here so it's a, it's a bunch of different ways of you know uh, of solving that that you're using while you're looking at the puzzle.
0: During the process, if somebody's never seen Wheel of Fortune, can you kind of explain how that goes? Because I know you get the big green wall, right? And you have Vanna White over here. So is it time-based? I know that there's vowels. Like, if you were explaining this game mm-hmm. to like a new person, what would you say it is?
1: Okay. Well, the game has gone through many different formats throughout the years, but the current format is um, the game starts with a toss-up puzzle, okay? And so you have all three players with a signaling device, and they start showing letters one at a time until... The entire puzzle is almost revealed, and the person that knows it first will ring in and guess it. So the show starts out with a couple of those, and then it goes to the rounds that we're used to, where you spin the wheel and you solve you know, pick letters. Um, and the person who accumulates the most money goes to the bonus round for one puzzle at the end. So, what you don't see during the show uh, off to the side for the contestants and for Pat is there's a letter board. So we have some help to not like call the same letter, even though it happens. Someone will literally say T and there won't be a T in the puzzle. And then the next person will say T and they're like, it's already been called. So there is that letter board to help you out there. And then there's also like um, the, the money total, the total amount of money that each player has won. So you kind of see where you are strategically in the game, whether or not you should like. If it's toward the end of the game, if it's towards the end of the game, and you're you're short a few hundred dollars, you may have to spin again. It's just there to help you with the game.
0: Okay. And where did you put your baby so blanket? So I never brought
1: it. I they not, Thankfully, they didn't bring it up. Um, we we and I'm glad too because we it, it was really just kind of dumb and. But one of the things I if you, you may not notice this, but like during the the player introductions, if there's a charity that the player is connected to, they like to talk about that. So um, the charity that I'm connected to mm. with my father is the Ronald McDonald House. And so that is a charity that um, that handles uh, and takes care of families who have kids who may be uh, going through some treatments. Some some cancer treatments. So it's a facility. It's a place where you know where families can go. And so um, one of the creative ways that we do uh, some fundraising is by collecting the pop tops on the top of cans, the little tabs, the pull tabs, and mm. the the Ronald McDonald House. They they melt all these down and they get money from that. So, you know, we've, my dad has collected over a million of these tabs and, um, you know, through donations and, um, just getting the word out. I talked about it on wheel of fortune and, um, he's got people that help him out throughout the community as well. So he gets like very large amounts of these tabs. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a nice way to, um, you know, to maybe promote something that you're close to if you get on the show.
0: Can I ask what was the driving force and why you chose that? It's just something I got
1: behind. My dad was um, involved with it. Um, And I'm perfectly honest. I don't know why he started that. It's just something that inspired him. Um, I, I, you know, I've, I've lost, I lost my mother and my sister to cancer. Um In the past couple years, and it's just something he got behind, and so when he started doing it, I started to support him. So, yeah, yeah and even though we passed a million, we're keep we're still that. going. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, I want to yeah, see two million. I, I think, think that's
1: what we're going for now.
0: Yeah. Everyone that's listening on this podcast, send these yeah. like caps yeah, the- over to Brandon. Uh, I don't know where we're going to send them, but we're going well, to send them to you. You find me on
1: Instagram at at uh, Brandon O'Brien and you can send me a message and then you can send them to my house.
0: Okay. That's a deal. Between everybody that's listening, send at least a few. I'm sure that... I don't drink soda, but I know that there's like these caps on like soups that's and right. things like and, that as well, those right? those are
1: heavier and bigger. So those work too.
0: <laughs> Perfect. <So. laughs> I love your heart. That is beautiful. So tap me into your mindset. You seem like a very resilient person. You obviously have a big heart. So how did you transfer that into maybe the anxiety or the stress of knowing that this game show is about to happen? Or were you just completely zen the entire time? You know,
1: I think there's, you know, I think everyone's going to have some sort of, uh, um, some level of anxiety. Um, it, but it's really how you deal with it, right? It's like, a lot of people deal with stress and anxiety a lot of different ways. Um, and for me, I remember that day. Um, the show goes very quickly, okay, there's a lot going on there that people don't see. And it's like, that's the stuff that's going through your mind is like, Am I gonna mess up? Am I gonna ruin my one chance? at this game show that, you know, takes 18 minutes to film. Literally, um, you know, they would have filmed an entire game during the time we've been talking now, and changing someone's life. So you think of all those things like, wow, in 18 minutes, this is going to be over. And I hope I don't blow it because you're, you know, you're on TV in front of a national audience. And so you just want to focus on what you know, right? What are the things you learned? The things you studied, you know, um, and you want to block out the distractions, that the audience, the music, the host, you know, play. Just remember, you're on a game show and you have to play, bring your A game because you only get one chance to be on Wheel of Fortune. They don't bring people back. So all that goes through your mind.
0: So there's no repeat chance.
1: No, it's a one and done. So if you've ever been on the game show, you're you're not back mm-hmm. ever again. So so you have eighteen minutes to change your life, and so you, you know that's a that's a lot for some people.
0: Yeah, no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> so it reminds me a lot of like taking like the MCAT or the LSAT or a big test. It, that's what it's like triggering for me. Would you say that it's similar? Have you ever taken any of those type of exams? Like a real estate exam or anything?
1: And and you know what else comes to mind is like a, uh, like a written driving test, right? Because it's like you only have like one chance and (laughs) at the time and, and you don't want to take it over again. So yeah, it's one of those things where, look, it's wheel of fortune. You, it's everyone's going to see it. And it's going to be a part of your memory for the rest of your life. And sometimes, no matter how hard you study or how much you concentrate or try to block out all those distractions that I mentioned, things happen. And it's called like the wheel, you know, the the luck factor that you can't control. So, you know,
0: So I have to, ask. you might not be able to tell me one way or the other but it's not like rigged in any type of way like it is legitimately you know you don't know who's going to win you don't know what's going to happen or do they kind of pre-select like a I don't scripted think it's option scripted at
1: all um i you know you're basically spinning a wheel there's um you know there's ways to go bankrupt and you still have to call letters you still have no, you know you can't, you can't, you have to know what letters to call. Um, and you have to be a, a decent puzzle solver. So those all these things together are what make a successful appearance on Wheel of Fortune. So you got hundred I got to say 100%, though, you need luck on the wheel. Because if you're spinning bankrupt, every time you can't use anything else, you can't use any of your knowledge, right? If you're not spinning uh, dollar amounts.
0: Was there any moments when you were on the show that you're like, I'm going to win this? Or you were like, I have no idea how I'm going to win this?
1: I just wanted to win more than the minimum amount, which was $1,000. So they give everyone $1,000 for being on the show. And it cost me about $1,000 to go out there for the taping. So I was like, if I can just win $2,000, then I've I've made $1,000 and had a great experience. Um, The one thing that you did not want to happen is at the end of the show, when when a player does not win anything, but only gets the minimum $1,000, the host, Pat Sajak, walks over and he says to you, did you have a good time? Did you have a good time? And they say, I had a fantastic time, you know, and they get $1,000. That's all you can say to someone who got zero, right? the consolation prize the one thousand dollar minimum so i did not want to be that person that was really that was the goal
0: is the is the taping in la or is it somewhere else
1: the taping is in culver city um california it's near um it's the sony lot so there's like jeopardy's there and they film all kinds of movies and tv shows as well
0: I was curious because you're like a thousand go out there. I'm like, where did you go? <laughs> like, you have, you know, New York and, you know, Nashville are out. So I'm like, where did you go? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but my Gemini mind was like, what? That doesn't make sense. And so, Okay. So you have to have a little bit of an investment if you're going to do this, but at the end of the day, you can win in your case the minimum a thousand dollars in 18 minutes. You well, just you're just going to win the minimum
1: no matter what, just for showing up. So you want to do better than that. So, well,
0: okay. so was there any moments where you were like? You know, I'm not going to get that minimum or or were you on the up and up the entire time? Yeah, I
1: I started out of the gate very hot. So I got the second toss-up puzzle of the game, which was worth $2,000. So I was like, okay, the the (laughs) monkey's off my back. And so when you win the second toss-up puzzle, you get control of the the wheel. And I controlled the, the, the wheel, the entire puzzle and solved the first puzzle. So now I'm like, Okay, we got fifteen thousand. I'm looking like maybe I could win this thing after the first puzzle.
0: Okay, so that's pretty early on. Like the second puzzle, I'm assuming is like what ten minutes into yeah. the game, or is it like yeah, seven it's like minutes? 10 minutes into the game? Yeah. Okay, and then how many puzzles do you solve in like a game? I think on there's average? like around
1: seven puzzles total, somewhere in there. I think I solved like okay. four of them or five of them. Like, yeah, something like
0: that. I'm trying, I'm <laughs> getting my strategy going here. So if I the second yeah. puzzle and I can win at least four or five of them, I'm going to win a what? Cause I know your prize, but I feel like yeah, you should so, be the one that said it. Okay.
1: So the first round I won 2000 and then I spun the wheel and won the second puzzle. Right. So, Um, so I won a trip to New Orleans and cash and everything. So it came out to 15,000 and then throughout the rest of the game, um, I just solved a few more. (laughs) So I I wanted to, I wanted to tell you real quick though, about the, the audition process, because it's something that really, it, it. I made it sound like it was so simple, like it was like, you just do your video and they call you and you play a zoom audition and they send you an email and you fly to LA and you're on Wheel of Fortune. It was nothing like that. Okay, so after you get the email, you're actually put when you're accepted to be on the show, picked as a contestant, you're put into a contestant pool. And what that means is you could be waiting up to a year and a half to be on. It could be a week from now, it could be a year and a week from now. But imagine your mindset. Okay, you're going to be on one of the most popular game shows ever created, where you can win as little as a 1000, or as much as a million. But that's the top prize. And whatever you have going on in your life could depend on how you do on that game show. You follow me here. It just depends on where you are, like financially in your life, with or or you know yeah. what, what. How could this money change your life, right? We see that some people will win, you know, hundred thousand dollars, and they start a business which snowballs into you know a successful career. They may have needed that money to jumpstart their life, right? So, okay, so mm-hmm. you're put into this contestant pool for up to a year and a half, and every day of the year you are waiting for the phone to ring right and you never know when your time is going to be called to be on and so you know i went over a year waiting for that call and there were times in my life where not that i was counting on winning because i've never assumed anything in my life i've learned very 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 early on that you should always just assume the minimum. And I took that mentality into the game, right? The minimum is a thousand. If I could just win 1000 more than the minimum, I would be happy. I would call that successful. Right. So we just never know what that, you know, that the opportunity would, would, would do. And so for the whole year, I'm thinking, oh, this would be a good time to be on because, I need the money to start this project or I need the money to whatever. Right. And there were times during that year where like, I'm checking my email. I even emailed them and go, Hey, did you happen to email me? Because I deleted some emails by accident. <laughs> and then I was worried that I wasn't even going to be on. I'm like, you say it's going to be a year and a half, but are you sure? Like, are you sure? Cause it's been over a year. Mm. Do you, because you look at the contract and it says you're not guaranteed an appearance on the show. So it really plays a lot of tricks on you. If you start reading the rules and everything, because they have the right to refuse you to be on, but you're already thinking, you know, I'm going to be on and it could change my life. So now we're up to the point where I have $15,000 and I, and I trip to new Orleans. Okay. So, (laughs)
0: A lot lighter. Wow. I love that you shared that, though, because it did sound a little bit too simple because I'm like, I could do this on my lunch break. And you're like, yeah, so the
1: whole process was almost (laughs) from from the time we talked about it on the radio. And we introduced the the new way to audition from that point to the time it aired was 22 months. Twenty two months apart. Mm. So, and I got to be honest with you, the, the, there were times during that year that I'm like, I don't, I, I hope I do not lose the ability to solve puzzles and I'm being serious, but I'm not, that's not a joke. You know how we, we just go through different phases in our lives and our, our minds do different things, you know, and either we're going to, you know, lose our ability to focus or we, we it either goes up or down, right? Depending on, you know, in your life, you know, I don't know how, where where I'm at with that, but I, I did okay. But, but I'm serious. I'm like, maybe I won't be able to solve the puzzles as quickly in a year from now. So I want to do it now while I know I am focused on, on, on the puzzles.
0: I actually can really relate to that. And I know that I'm going to keep pitching yoga at you. So here's my second pitch for yoga is in the practice you always are on the journey you're never like focusing on the destination and there's some days where i go in there and i'm like you know i really want to like do this handstand or i really want to be able to do this certain type of pose and the body is just like not today and it always tends to be on those times where i'm like um the cute guy that's you know also in the (laughs) yoga classes here (laughs) so I can relate to that because I'm like, wow, like that type of pressure. And then you're like, okay, I'm at my A game. I'm at my A game as far as like my mind is right. My body is right. My emotional health is correct. And to have that kind of, you just don't know, that's a lot of pressure to just stay on your A game the entire 22 months. Yeah. And
1: you only get one shot. So you just add that to everything else we talked about, all the other you know, pressures of being on the show. Um. Yeah, you really okay. have to step up in your eighteen minutes of fame for real.
0: So you're yeah. fifteen thousand. You you did you got yeah, more than that, that, that though round, I believe I won right like
1: fifteen thousand. But I, you know, again at at the end of the first round, I was. I I didn't matter what happened at the rest the rest of the way. I was, I've already won. You know, in my in my mind, yeah. Oh, yeah. In my mind, oh. I didn't have to go all the way to the end. I was good right there.
0: I'm pretty sure you don't get anything if (laughs) you walk off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I was lucky enough to win a few more puzzles. And, um, I went to the bonus round and, um, again, it's a surreal moment. We've seen the bonus round for 40 years, you know, and you're out there with Pat and, I'm telling you, I watch it back and I don't even think that's me. It's like, it's, it's like I'm watching a a dream I had and because it, it went really fast and like B, did that really happen? It's a moment in your life that is a speck. It really, really is. And when something, as you know, in your life, when something happens in your life, that is, it happens, you know, in a moment's notice, it's, it's super fast and it, it has a huge impact on you for the rest of your life. And that was just one of those moments. Um, Win or lose, right? It's something like, oh, I could have done better or oh, oh, wow, that really happened. And it was great. It was going to change my memory forever. It was going to it was going to be one of those moments planted in your in your head. So uh, again, I I wasn't thinking about the pressure of that moment. Because um, I've been in a lot of pressure situations, you know, and you know, as far as like, you know, you're in front of millions of people, you know, I've, 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 I've been on the radio for my my entire life. I've been like in the spotlight, I guess you could say forever. And so um, I don't have problems dealing with pressure like that in the in, in the moment. But um, I stopped worrying about what the outcome was going to be. I took that out of the equation. And if you start confusing your mind, and tangling your mind with all the things there. Now think about how, how big that moment is, right? Because you're spinning for what could be $100,000, right? That's the top prize on the wheel. It's $100,000. The minimum prize is 40000 cash. And then there's a car as well. So I always just focus on the task, right? So I always tell people, like don't do something for the money, do a good job, work hard. You will be successful and the money will follow. And I've taken that mentality throughout everything I've ever done. So I got it in that moment and without even thinking about it, I just said, okay, just, just solve the puzzle. It's, it's a simple puzzle. Just solve this puzzle. And you can tell in my face and if you, on the video, I'm just very focused on the puzzle. And as soon as I solved the puzzle, I knew that there was going to be a reward. I knew he was, Pat was going to flip open the envelope and tell me what I won. But I wasn't even, I, I'm telling you, I wasn't thinking about that at all until, until it was time for that. So, yeah, so I solved the puzzle. Um, did you want me to t- give away the, to reveal everything now or?
0: Ooh, so okay. I am going to add something or maybe comment a little bit there. And then, of course, I want you know you to share and to celebrate. During that entire beautiful message you just shared, I feel like that's the heart of the success that you had is staying in that moment and just prioritizing that moment. Like, what's gonna come is gonna come. Like, you can only have so much control. You were mentioning that with the wheel. like. You don't know where it's going to land, right? If it lands on a hundred thousand, you know, like you might just walk out. Right. (laughs) Right. It's just, you know, celebrate right then and there. But I feel like that's something, whether you go on the game show or you dream of going on the game show or you have a different type of goal that just seems as unreachable or maybe as unattainable as going on the wheel of fortune is okay. Take a beat, take a breath, be in the moment, solve the puzzle that's right there in front of you, whether it's a literal puzzle, like the wheel of fortune, or it's like an obstacle that you have in your work life or your personal life or your relationships, or maybe even with yourself or your health. Like just be right there, focus on the puzzle. The reward is gonna come later. Ooh, (laughs) I love that Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so much! <laughs> oh goodness! So now that we've got you know our formula and it's nailed down, and we can share that with everybody, tell them what the reward was a for new you. New car! New <laughs> car! I saw that car. I've been waiting the entire time for you to talk about this car.
1: <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a. It was a. Yeah, it was a car that I didn't need, unfortunately. And I'm not saying that like, oh, I don't need this car, you know. Um, I I I had just purchased a car. Okay. I just purchased my dream car, so I didn't need a new car. And, you know, mm. but that's okay. That's okay because you can always sell the car. I sold it, so it's fine. It's fine. So it's just like I won cash.
0: I mean, it's so bad that you want I a know. new car. It's, we
1: <laughs> we manifested that moment, my dad and I, the night before and we're laying we're laying in bed really? and um my dad just turned 82 and he flew all the way across the country to be there um which was the real prize by the way um for him to make that trip and be there and i said how do you think i'm going to do tomorrow this is the night before like we're laying in bed and he goes i think you're going to win about 60,000 i said yeah me too and i said but I don't want to win a car <laughs> and, and, and obviously he knows why because I just bought it, uh, my, my dream car and I said yeah I don't want a car I'd rather just have the mm-hmm. cash and he goes yeah I get that and so as soon as they opened up the envelope and it said the car my dad who was standing right behind Pat off right off camera I just looked at him and just started cracking up because we literally just said a few hours ago, no car, please, no car. <laughs> and it was a car. But still very grateful,
0: obviously. Just out of curiosity, with the cash that you won and the car's value, was it around
1: sixty
0: thousand? I mean, that's, that's pretty close,
1: close enough,
0: Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> it's close enough. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> And I was just curious because you're like, I think I'm gonna win a hundred thousand and then like sixty thousand just popped in my head. And I'm like, huh. I was like, I wonder. And so wow, okay. Well, expert manifestation um, goes to Brandon for the moment. Um I will relinquish my title for the next
1: five minutes. I haven't been doing as good lately on manifesting things. So I really believe in that and um I just haven't uh it, I don't know if, I, I don't know. I need to, I need to work on that a little more.
0: Ooh, well, we have an entire manifestation episode oh, on our podcast. There you go. Shameless.
1: <laughs> like and subscribe.
0: <laughs> like, subscribe and follow on Spotify. <laughs> oh, goodness. So before, because I really want to respect your time. Tell us what you're working on project wise right now.
1: Right now? Um, well, I'll tell you, people ask me all the time if I'm going to be on another show. Um, another game show, another whatever show, because it seems like one comes around every couple of years. Um, yeah, I'm Jeopardy's still calling. too dumb for Jeopardy. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and say that. Um, so... Gosh, I am working on selling some real estate right now that I own. So I'm I'm getting ready to make a big move across the country so I can be, live near my dad. So I'm in the process of looking to build a house and I'm looking at selling. I'm selling uh, some investment properties. So that's what I'm working on right now. And um, when I'm talking to you today, I'm actually uh, spending some time with my family, just uh, hanging out with my dad and my brother up in New York and um, just enjoying the day.
0: Beautiful. So we're going to work on manifesting those sales.
1: I've been trying for the past two months. So, uh, (laughs) you know, I'll take
0: any help. Uh, Well, I'll send you a little bit of energy. I'm nice like that. (laughs) so now I do know that you mentioned, um, the Ronald McDonald foundation before. So just to repeat, because now we're Mm -hmm. at the end of the episode, um, How do you want people to get in contact with you if they're interested in being on a game show or real estate or even those bottle caps?
1: Well, first of all, if you want to be on Wheel of Fortune, I highly recommend it. You're going to get down to the last season here with Pat Sajak. And they are always looking for fun, energetic, um, somewhat smart to smart people. Um, But mostly they look for personality. So if that's you, go to wheeloffortune.com and click on to be a contestant and you'll be uploading a short video and you'll tell them a little bit about yourself. Uh, again, just be yourself in the video and just tell them why you would be a good contestant and you could be on. Again, my video is really dumb. If yours is dumb, it may be what they're looking for. So don't worry about what the video entails. Uh, now, if you want to send me some pop tops from uh, either pop cans or beer cans or from soup cans, any of those aluminum tops, um you can find me on instagram at brandon o'brien that's b r a n d o n o b r i e n and then i'll uh, i'll be shooting you the uh the address to to send them over to me
0: nice thank you so much for being on the show pleasure. brandon yes. and then for everyone else out there, as always. Thank you so much for growing and healing with me today.